2: Are you saying that you lack muscles in your tongue? Let's, let's stop there. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. One, two, three, it's Mackie and Judd with Rami. I try not to operate in within those terms because I, you never know what the other end of the phone call is. right? It, it, I just think that every player has a value to us and you know, based on... How many years of control that player coming back has, how impactful we think that player is, not just for this season, but seasons ahead, I think th- that makes a big difference. So we always have to be factoring in all of the variables in the equation, and I wouldn't rule out you know, the, any any particular asset we have in our
0: organization. Tick-tock, tick-tock, gentlemen. Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score North and the Score North mobile app. Leroy Butler's going to join us today. Yes, he is. Talk some... Packers would probably mostly talk about Rami.
3: That's a, that's a good possibility. I joined the boys today <laughs> down in Milwaukee. They wanted a preview of the Vikings. So we're uh, swapping. We're, uh, that must a, be weird for them. It, it was weird for me. And then Gary Ellerson, who played for the Packers, called me an outsider, made interview, <laughs> and my heart broke, and then I tried to carry on.
1: Well, you've left for the rivals now. I know. I mean, Gary's pretty much right. You're you're <laughs> the enemy now. It just hurt. It just hurt to hear
3: that from one of your former teammates. Oh no, so but you know what they, I
1: mean. They perceive you now as I'm the
3: outsider trying to get right. information to get to Zim. Yeah. I mean, you. I wouldn't give you anything. He said, "As an outsider, how do you see the Packers doing this here?" Wow. And I didn't even hear the wow. second part of the question. I said, "Can you repeat the second part of the question?" Because my heart broke and I blacked out when you said I was an outsider. <laughs> I yeah. hope you were truthful. I was. You're out of the club, man. Nothing but truth. But you're in
0: this club. I like this club. We're happy to have you in this club. I'm good here. So that was Derek Falvey. Gary. I'm Twins just fine here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gear. Leroy.
1: <laughs> time to get over it, Robbie. It's time to get over it. You, you left them. They didn't fire you. You left them. That's true. You're right about that.
0: So that was that was Twins' chief baseball officer Derek Falvey answering a Judd Zolgad question at the ballpark yesterday about are there any untouchables and he basically said no. I mean. I don't think they're going to trade Royce Lewis, but we'll have to see here. My, here's my question. Cause I also saw he said, when asked about is payroll going to be a consideration? If you, are you would you add a player with big time salary trading prospects? Would you add 10, 15, 20 million dollars? And he said, the poll ads have given the green light to add salary. Mm-hmm. Do you guys? Cause I think there's a lot of fans who are very skeptical right now. They saw that bullpen get trashed against the Yankees. They saw. You know they've seen for years the Twins not get Bryce Harper in free agency and not get you Darvish in free agency. What do you guys make of this going into the trade deadline? Do you think Jim Polad and company will put a halt to a move that the front office wants to make, or do you think the front office will
3: make whatever move the front office wants to make? Would we find out if they did? You guys know how the Twins operate. If 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 there was a trade in place and the Polad stepped in, because. There was that, there was that perception when I was back in Milwaukee. Let's go, go back there for a second that Herb Cole, the former Bucks owner, very much meddled and stopped and and stopped trades that were in place that he didn't like, made trades happen that the people worked for him wanted to make that, that he liked. And we would find out, maybe not immediately, but we did get leaks after some time, of some of those things that he did where he stepped in. Do we find out if and when the poll ads meddle and step in and stop their employees from doing what they hired them I to do? I
0: think there's a there's definitely a... Never has Dave St.
3: Peter or previously Terry Ryan thrown the poll ads under the bus. Not once. Now, these were always leaks. We never knew who was telling us that Herb Cole was stepping in and doing things or stopping things from happening.
1: Can I tell you that, that I, I think the way that we're approaching this is too simple. It's more in-depth than that. Because I don't think there's any pitcher on the market who the Twins could get right now who would be a matter of, I don't want his salary. I think it would be... Is that Greinke? I think it would be, yeah, yeah, that could be. But there's there's a lot of pitchers who, if you are willing to pay the prospect price right now, you can get. But if the Twins have not done something uh, substantial by next week's deadline, where I think we can point at the Twins and say, why didn't you? Goes back now, Craig Kimbrell. And that's, that's the one where I think there's a logical connection to be, be made. And I don't know if this is a combination of Falvey and the Polads, the Polads, or Derek, but whatever it is, if the Twins don't make a substantial bullpen move by the deadline next week, because what was that? That was a third year. Okay, I get it. You don't want the third year. But there's a very good case to be made that, what's it going to hurt you? Yeah, it's money. But guess what? If you win a World Series in 2019, you think you're going to be that third year. That was a huge mistake. So, I think the answer, Rami, to your question is a little bit more in-depth because I don't think it's necessarily going to be, aside from a granky type, I don't think there's a lot of names out there who are just flat-out too expensive, but where I'm going to have my problem is, and I still can't get my head around the fact, that if Kimbrell had to have that third year and was going to appreciably make your bullpen a better
0: place, which I think he would have probably, that that was a mistake not to sign him. Wait, And the thing about Kimbrell, not, well, two things about Kimbrel. Thing number one because the Cubs went three years, right? The Cubs went a third guaranteed year. They did for at least a player option. Forty five, is that correct? Yeah. That probably means the twins would have had to guarantee a fourth year if we're being if we want to get nitpicky. Because it sounded like just the reports that came out, he wanted to play for the Cubs. But let's just let's just say a third year and some more money would have gotten it done. Wouldn't you rather have paid that than potentially Alex Kirloff in a package for Strowman and Giles? Giving up money, especially in a year in which Rami had some numbers in an email he sent, the attendance is on pace to be a half million higher than it was last year. They're on pace for like 2.3 million fans. I don't think they've drawn two million fans in a number of years, the, right?
1: The ratings are off
3: the charts, great. But yeah. If if they continue at to average thirty one 16 after their eighth sellout of the season on Wednesday, the Twins would draw more than two point three million fans to Target Field. as is from Dan Hayes' article. After dropping below two million in twenty eighteen for only the second time since moving into the uh, into Target Field in twenty ten, yeah.
0: So really, I mean, all all the cards are face up on the table right now, just flat out face up. And this was a theme on on the of Twin Show with Glenn Perkins today. They know what their lineup is. It's toe to toe Yankees good. It's one of the best lineups, really, power wise in baseball history. It's crazy to say that, but it's true. They're on pace to break the major league home run record and and do it by like fifty. They know what their lineup is. They pr- presumably know what the cost of upgrading their bullpen and starting rotation would be at this point. I think they probably had all the conversations, and now it's a matter of haggling back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of... And they also know that unless they trade for Zach Greinke, they're not adding like $30 million to their payroll, necessarily. So... They would add a reasonable amount of money to their payroll. They're bringing in all this revenue from all the streams that Rami just mentioned. Do they want to pay that price in the short term? Do they want to mortgage part of their future in 2021, two and three, take chips off those tables and put chips on this table? And historically, twins front office leaders have always said no. And can I start by saying that if they say no this time,
1: I honestly believe it's a massive mistake. This Yankee series gave you the blueprint. You're exactly right. And everything comes together to, if you make the right moves here, give you a chance. The American League's not good. It's got a few really good teams. But guess what? You found out that the best of those teams you can you can throw haymakers with. You need pitching. If they if Derek Falvey and Thad Levine allow the deadline to pass with with, let's say, a B bullpen arm added. Because they are going to sleep easier in 2022, given the circumstance that this fan base has been through, given the circumstance that these players on this team now, Marvin Gonzalez, Nelson Cruz, I can go down a list of guys who have done exactly what's been asked. I think it's baseball malpractice. And and if this team was a nice team, and I said, you know what, though, the American League is stacked. You don't really have a
0: chance. I'd be happy to say I wouldn't do it. I'm Mr. Bale. I'm Mr. Bale out. In fact, couldn't you make a point? That if you're not willing to make a move like that this summer, then you're just never willing to make that move. That, that, that if yeah. you're if right, like in what other what how would frame it this way? If you're on the fence and say, you know what, it's just I uh, can't give up top prospects for Syndergaard or whatever it is. Can you paint a scenario in which you would like realistically? Can you paint a scenario in which man, if if it was only this and this, then is it another starter that you grow? You either grab it in free agency or you know a homegrown guy. Because I I would argue that this is about as good as it gets and the only way to upgrade it is at the trade deadline
3: and i don't believe in in operating a franchise to to appease the fans and and doing something because the fans want it but you have the the perfect storm here of fans buying in for what I think all of us sitting around here today think is something that's for real that if you add a few pieces to it can can do something really great. So why why would you alienate those fans when right now there is nothing to lose by pushing your chips to the center of the table and making some moves whether it's going to cost you money or whether it's going to cost you prospects to reward those fans and to say you weren't wrong to buy into us. All those years that you tuned us out those years where we couldn't sell 2 million tickets at target field, the years where nobody was watching twins baseball. And now we have record ratings. You weren't wrong to buy into us. And we're going to show you that we believe just as much as you do and go get these pieces and try and do something special. You don't do that. And, and this bullpen ends up costing you something. Twins fans are going to tune this team right back out. And, and it's twofold too. And it's a little bit frustrating
1: because we've been talking about this on the show now for a month plus and it remains true and now we've seen it the one of the things that drives me crazy in life is when when executives don't pull the triggers on things that we talk about and see and and they hit you in the face continually and these past three days what hit you in at the face two things tuesday night bullpen and then you and then you know you DFA Parker yesterday, making that four bullpen arms since July eleventh. So they've DFA half their bullpen exactly in the okay. last two weeks. So, so you're so <laughs> that's, you're
0: that's amazing.
1: But you're seeing what we're seeing, and I'm sorry, but God bless him. Devin Smeltzer is not going to fix your problem. But the other thing to keep in mind as well, and this is where the Yankee series was a gift to you. It was a gift. You saw starting pitching that couldn't last, and you know what four. Five, and then four.
3: We have big twins news. Big twins news? Big twins news. Like show-altering twins news? I got my tweet deck open. I, I didn't, didn't see anything. Segment-altering twins
0: news. Okay. Betsy Helfand from the Pioneer Press tweets this five minutes ago.
3: I got a bad feeling he's taking us down a road, run. No. All right. This better no, This pay is off. This is legit. This better pay
0: off. Byron Buxton will be activated today. Okay. Jake Cave is headed down. All right. Byron Buxton will be activated today. Worthy. Didn't
3: didn't need him. I thought it was a trade, but that's that's so worthy. I'll I'll take that.
0: Didn't need him in the first inning. Well, you're trading Jake Cave for Byron Buxton, which comes a, g- a game late. Jake Cave was a disaster in the second inning yesterday. Look on for your, God's sake. The look
1: on your face screamed trade. I'm disappointed. Like I'm you glad traded
0: Jake Cave for Byron Buxton.
1: Well, there's no question. Too something's wrong. Max Kepler's hurt. There's no way that Max Kepler gets a planned day off in game three against the Yankees for Jake. But they brought him field. in and
0: he did he did have an at bat.
1: No, I know, but something I think something's up there. I'm just saying he didn't start the game. Jake Cave did in center field. Can we talk about Jake Cave's second? Okay, can I go back to second? my point quickly? Okay, though. go ahead. So, <laughs> so the pitching need, point.
0: Then I need to get a Jake Cave thing off my chest. The starting
1: pitching point, though. Cave. The starting pitching point needs to be talked about. And this goes back to the fact that they need another arm with Brios. And I mean at the top of that rotation, I don't mean a fifth arm. You guys, Martin Perez goes four. Kyle Gibson goes five and gives up five. And it was tough to watch. That's your longest start because Odo is back to being Odo. Odo Rizzi goes four and gives up nine runs. Your three starters against the Yankees, in a series, by the way, of which you won one game, your ERA from your starters is 13.5. You need another top-end starter. And you need to do this. This is not a suggestion. This is not, a, oh, it would be nice. You are you are very possibly costing yourself, I don't think, a playoff berth, but maybe that. But nonetheless, a playoff opportunity, a World Series opportunity, if you do not make
0: a major trade to get a starter. Actually, that's a really good segue. Okay. Let's come back and I'm let's mad. keep flushing this out. Because Worked Buster up. Only tweeted something about one of the best starting pitchers of the last five years and how he kind of thought, this guy might be available no, it, it's beyond that. Okay. And it kind of fits into what Judd's saying and a Cave brand. You guys, can I just get like three minutes in this next segment? I don't need more than that. I just need like three minutes on J How about
3: two and a half and we, we That's call fine. it a day? That's two, fine. 215? How far can we talk? <laughs>
0: It says it says the guy over here who uh, landed in part a job at Score North because of a Terrence Gore ranch.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty beautiful though.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about Luther Brookdale Toyota six ninety four. Score
3: in my presence.
0: <laughs> Go on that all the way. What over do you think again. about Terrence
3: Gore? No. What do you think about
0: the Rav Four? The Rav Four and uh, all the technology and bells and whistles. And Better hitter than Terrence Gore. <laughs> You could, you could literally just drive a Rav Four across home plate while a ball is coming from the mound. Might put a dent in it, but you know what it will do? It'll, it'll. The safety features will at least beep at you. That's right. One of the cool things with the safety features, it tells me who's in my blind spot. It doesn't doesn't tell me who's in my blind spot. It tells me that someone's in my blind spot with blind spot notification. Um, I I can't recommend highly enough the combination of Toyota durability and the customer service you get on the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard, Luther, Brookdale, Toyota.
4: Join me and Dan Terhart for Score North's coverage of Minnesota United and Vancouver Whitecaps this Saturday night with pregame at 6.30 p.m., kickoff at 7, right here on Score North on AM 1500, scorenorth.com, and the free Score North mobile app.
0: Reckless speculation. Uh, you guys believe you guys believe things that Buster only tweets? Buster only, by the way, contributor to the Score North twin show, Royce on Baseball. I do. I'm all in Buster. I trust Buster. It's not fake news when he tweets. No. Because <laughs> he tweeted a couple things. His Twitter feed is escalating in uh, in aggressiveness when it comes to this particular pitcher. The first tweet was from last night. He said about the Mets. If they trade Syndergaard and they're seriously listening. Then they should move Diaz as well and try to do the sort of reset and focus on young players that would have made sense last winter. So he says, yeah, they, should, they should, they should think about this. And then he tweeted later on, rival evaluators say they believe the Mets are fully intent on dealing Noah Syndergaard before the trade deadline. Quote, it's beyond listening. One executive said they want to move him.
2: Reckless
3: speculation your thoughts make the trade plan the parade
4: reckless speculation
3: if they're that motivated to move him you would think that not that they're going to not that he's going to go at bargain basement prices but the more motivated a team is to move a guy you would think probably the more that they'll listen to some offers right if you're the
1: twins you've got to give yourself this chance you just have to i'm sorry you have to so yes, and and if it's him, that's fantastic. If it's a Strowman or a Syndergaard type who's got control, that's fine. If it's a rental, I don't care,
0: that's fine. But you got to give yourself this chance, don't you? Yeah, I think you've got you've got a couple different categories of cars here that you're looking at. You're the twins, and you're in the market. You need a new car, right? You need to you got to figure out how much you want to pay for your car. Noah Syndergaard is a Ferrari,
3: but. A Ferrari that hasn't had a car wash in a while. Are you stealing Laton's analogy? Are you gonna say the rest of the guys are Fiats? Not Fiats. Okay. Not Fiats. No, because there's right. some decent there's cars. There's some BMWs on the lot. out
0: there. There's some decent cars on that lot. Like Madison Bumgarner, He's, he used to be a Ferrari. He's a, like a BMW. Sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Stroman. He's four wheel drive though. Right. 'Cause he's just gonna kick your ass no matter what. He's gonna go up the
1: mountainside and he ain't gonna look back. I see him as a four wheel drive, just a big car. Like a
0: jeep,
2: like yeah, an off-road exactly, jeep. Exactly okay, just right. yeah, okay. driving hummer. in the mountains. He's, right.
1: he's a Hummer.
2: Sure, sure.
0: And I think you gotta figure out the, the the most expensive to acquire will be Noah Syndergaard, even though he's having kind of a down year. Noah Syndergaard makes like nine million dollars a year. And there's like Zach Grinky makes thirty five million dollars a year and Noah Syndergaard's a better pitcher than Zach Greinke. He's having a rough year. So you're trying to figure out, are you really willing to pay what it takes to get that Ferrari, or can you pay a little less and accomplish what you want by getting a lesser car? Can you hold on to Royce Lewis, get Marcus Stroman in a trade, and get as far as you would if you had traded for Noah Syndergaard? Mm-hmm. But if you were to trade for Noah Syndergaard, and you were to get reengaged, ideally healthy, and reverting back to what he was the last couple years you'd be getting a guy who's better than Jose Barrios and a guy that you have in your rotation for two and a half years. You'd get him for three post-seasons.
3: You should strongly consider this. I think you might get you might get more help in winning this year if you go and get Stroman and maybe even Bumgarner than you would out of Noah Syndergaard. Because those guys are pitching at a higher level right now than, than Noah Syndergaard is. If you look at the numbers... Those guys are having better seasons than Syndergaard, if I, if I'm not mistaken. And how much is realistic for you? I'm not saying that Noah Syndergaard is done, but to get that guy mid season, to get him in Ju- in July, going into August, do you really think that you can you can get that much more out of him that he's going to be better than what Strowman and Syndergaard and Zach Ranky have been already this year? Well, there's I know this is
0: it's it's not necessarily apples to apples because and it's just two different human beings. But when Justin Verlander was traded to the Astros a couple years ago. His first part of the year numbers with Detroit, and he was traded late. He was traded in August, but he had a 3.82 ERA and nine strikeouts per nine with Detroit. He was fine. He was okay, but his ERA was close to four. He goes to the Astros. ERA, last month of the regular season and postseason, was two and a half runs lower and his strikeout rate shot through the roof yep. because the Astros immediately said, "Dude, I don't know what they're telling you to do in Detroit, but if you do well, this and this, you are going to go back to being the best pitcher in baseball." And plus, he's in Detroit.
1: You know, if you are with the Mets right now, it's hard have, to get up every you know day. And much be fun, that, yeah. But, but, am I seeing? Am I wrong here? Am I seeing so, something wrong? I don't consider myself to be be the guy who dives into the pool a lot, so I am curious. Is there something? That we saw in the Yankee series where I'm just wrong and they shouldn't go because I'm seriously at, at the point now where I think you have to go in. I'm not talking about a nice trade for a bullpen, uh, extra arm. I'm talking about you need starting help and bullpen help and it's going to cost you. But I firmly believe with where things are positioned and with where this league is right now that you do it. Am I see, am I
3: somehow wrong here that they have to get a starting pitcher? I think I think they, th- I think they need
1: a back end bullpen guy and a starting pitcher. And if I'm them, I'm in. I'm going in. Yeah. No. I'm diving into this pool. Uh, I'm 100% with you. Okay. I'm just curious if if I'm becoming too excited but by, by the fact that the deadline is approaching. You're not used to this. You're no. not used to being jump <laughs> no. in the pool guy. <laughs> no, I'm not. Right. So I'm you're not asking us, how do you jump in the pool? I'm asking you, do if I, I need a snorkel? <laughs> I'm asking you if I'm wrong and the pool is not deep enough no, and no. Yet I'm going to jump in. And
3: I'm telling you, okay, the water is plenty deep. Plenty warm. Okay. Get your flippers on. Yep. Put your goggles on. Yep. Grab your snorkel. Thank you. Put on your trunks, and jump on in. Oh, I don't wear trunks. Wait. Then stay out of the pool. What do you mean by that, John? But Phil, I
4: need more (laughs) clarification.
3: Phil, a little more clarification. (laughs) Phil, am
1: I wrong? We've done the show for a long time, and ordinarily, I like to bail out
0: and and be conservative. Yeah. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. It's this is kind of a sliding scale here. You're not wrong in that they should make an aggressive move what they're trying to figure out is okay if we are the most aggressive we can possibly be if we tried if we trade Royce Lewis and Alex Kirloff and three other guys in our top 20 and just like completely raid the cupboards and put chips on this year's table and like you if you traded those guys you would get players who could help you in the next two or three years too for Syndergaard, for Ken Giles and uh, Will Smith, or whatever that combination looks like. What they're trying to figure out is, how much do we improve our chances in a really volatile sport where a lot of things, strange things can happen in seven-game series? Like, bad teams can beat good teams over stretches, right? How much do we really improve our chances to win a World Series? And also, how much are we mortgaging in the next few years? Those are the logical discussions going on behind the scenes. Sure. But I'm just kind of to the point where you are right now, which is bleep it. Throw caution to the wind. I got another one for you guys.
2: Reckless speculation. This is great.
0: This is amazing. I just love this stuff. Someone tweeted in here. Hat tip to a Twitter follower. You can follow us. At Rami is tweeting. At Zilget At Phil Mackey. Nick Hook sent this to us from Mark Carrig, who covers the Mets. Impression is that trading for Noah Syndergaard would require a top 30 overall prospect. Not a top 30 organizational prospect, but one of the top, top 30, 30 prospects overall. in right. baseball, and a couple of other solid pieces one rival executive said earlier today. The Twins, according to MLB.com, have two top 30 prospects, Royce Lewis and Alex Kirilov. So if Mark Carrig is right, and that dude's been covering New York baseball for 15 or 20 years, he's he's a really good writer and reporter, it would cost you either Alex Kirilov or Royce Lewis and two other solid pieces probably in like your top 25, and that would land you two and a half years of Noah Syndergaard. Thought experiment real quick. Yay or nay. Royce Lewis, Alex Kirloff, one of the two, of th- and two other really, really good prospects. I'll put some Alex names on for, it. For,
3: for, for uh, Noah Syndergaard. I can put names on it because uh Joe tweets at Derek Wetmore, at Rami's tweeting, and at Phil Mackey. He ran this thing through a, a trade simulator of sorts wow. and says that uh a trade of Syndergaard for Lewis, uh Gratterall, and right-handed pitcher Griffin Jax. Would be value for Noah Syndergaard. Reckless speculation, and I get two and a half years. Yes, of, yes. of Syndergaard. Yes, and I keep you'd be
0: giving up your top position player but, and pitcher prospect but in but I that keep trade. Keep Kirilov. Um,
1: given where I'm at right now, and what I just saw the past three days, and my offense, yeah, I probably do it. Here's the other thing, though. Trading Lewis bothers me. I'll do it. Trading pitching prospects doesn't bug me. One, this team can find th- those guys. And two, are any of us going to be surprised if in a year and a half we find out that Dark Gratterall is undergoing Tommy John? Right.
3: So, like, pitching prospects, I am more than willing to part with. Rami, so Judd's in. This I, is tough. I think I'm in. I, I'm hesitant when it comes to Syndergaard because... He's not the guy who he has been in the past right now. And he has the the injury history that he has. But depending on what other moves are out there, I think I'd probably, I'd probably be in. I need to know the whole picture to say 100% certainly. What, what do I have to give up to get Strowman? What do I have to give up to get say Granky or Bumgardner? See, that's where I'm
0: at. I need to
3: like, like, I need to
0: know, can I keep those guys and get Strowman (laughs) and Giles if I'm turned away? I'm in.
2: We're gonna win, Twins. We're gonna score. We're gonna win, Twins. What's that bill
1: Your issue, I think, is as the clock ticks and, and the one and only deadline approaches, I think we're finding out that the price on the very um, small group of, of pitchers who are out there isn't changing. And it's just going up,
0: probably. Dude, this is, here. John Morosi just tweeted. This is just, this is amazing. Actually, Mark Feinsand, we like baseball oh, heroin I can't believe, this is like, like baseball heroin. why is all this stuff happening now? This is amazing. First tweet is free, next one you're paying for.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking more. at the uh, Mark Feinsand
3: Mark Feins- thing right now myself. That just came across my timeline. Reckless speculation. Giants unlikely to trade Madison Bumgarner, according to Mark Feinsand. Not only that. I don't understand that.
0: Not only that, this is from John Morosi. Giants had a high-level scout at Matthew Boyd's start in Detroit on on Tuesday, which supports Fine Sands' report about the Giants being buyers at looking the to add.
2: <laughs> bad news. No! This is bad news for the Twins. In my veins, the second wild, yes. the
1: second wild card is causing teams to do really dumb things. Like it's this uh. false sense of Giants security. Isn't this what baseball wants though? Isn't, it, oh, isn't absolutely. that what no. Rob Manfred no. wants? No, And as a baseball fan, it's great. It's fun. It's great fun. But I'm saying the second wild card is causing teams to make judgments about themselves. Oh Oh my God!
3: What What?
0: speculation? John Morosi, Twins outfield prospect Trevor Larnick, former first round pick, Mm -hmm. is drawing significant attention from scouts. He was just promoted to Double A. Yeah, selling clubs believe Larnick could be attainable since Minnesota has a young Major League Baseball outfield core, and Alex Kirloff is also at Double A. He continues. Trevor Larnick, for example, is likely to be part of the asks from the Rangers, the Diamondbacks, the Blue Jays, and the Tigers. So that would be like Mike Miner, Marcus Stroman, uh, Robbie, Robbie Ray, Ray. Yep. And, uh, and Boyd from, from Detroit. In Minnesota's search for a starting pitcher, twins have one of the strongest farm systems among all the buyers. Reckless speculation. I, I need a cigarette.
3: So you have the most capital... To go out and buy when you talk about what it takes to get these guys at the trade deadline.
1: And you you do have, as that points
3: out, absolutely correct, you have a surplus of outfielders. And this is what I've said before. I understand why the Twins and the Poleds can't get in on the Bryce Harper sweepstakes, the Manny Machado sweepstakes, whatever top-shelf free agents might hit the market, You can't compete with the Yankees, the Dodgers, or whatever other team wants to throw stupid money at those teams. You just can't, because if you miss, it sets your franchise back far more than it does those other teams. They have the capital to make up for those types of mistakes. There is no excuse to not go in and outbid the Yankees, the Dodgers, anybody else who's a buyer, there is no excuse not to do that at this trade deadline because when it comes to the capital that it takes, we're not talking money, we're talking prospects. When it comes to the capital that it takes to add at this point of the season, the Twins are richer than any team in Major League Baseball right now that's buying. I
0: love the way you put that. There's two poker tables. The one you sit at in the offseason, you're sitting with a bunch of big stacks. Los
3: Angeles, right, New York, Boston, Philadelphia. But the poker table you sit at right now, you're the big stack. You have the big stack. I don't know much about poker, but I think you have the big stuff. And now. some sunglasses. you yeah. got some sunglasses on and a hooded sweatshirt. Can I ask you something Hold about up poker real quick, not to derail the whole thing? I was I was flipping by the uh, World Series of Poker a couple weeks ago. Why are they sitting in, in seats that look like they were ripped out of a race car? Do you really need a performance seat to sit there and play Sponsors. cards? They, okay. The
0: players complain about those seats. The backs go up too high and they get uncomfortable, but some sponsor
3: paid a bunch of money, like a couple million dollars It's or ridiculous. Whatever. When yeah. you see it, you're The like, players
0: complain about the seats.
3: You need that seat for something that like yeah. requires performance. They're playing cards, dude, but I'm sorry. I digress. Go right back to the Twins talk. This is our first time, really, too, and and
1: we've had this conversation since the day that uh, Derek Falby took this job. This is our first time, really, too, to find out about him because this one, to me, seems pretty crystal clear. You're going to have to have, and it's going to take guts. You are going to have to do the dance that Nelson Cruz does after Miguel Sanoa homers. You're going to have to make that trade and do that dance, but this is the first time that we are going to find out about Falvey and and Levine to a certain point as well. Do you have the wherewithal, the ability, and most importantly, the guts to play with the big boys? Because this gives you your chance. This gives you your chance. And let's be honest, too. There is nothing, when we look at where this thing is going potentially, there is nothing that really does say stop. There's nothing where you say, well, the Yankees, we can't beat them. If you had been swept and lost... 15 to 1, 13 to 2, and 14 to 3. You might say, okay, we just can't beat them. We can't. But everything about that series, besides game three, which was disappointing, but you had game two won, you won game one. Everything about that series screamed, if you make these moves, you can compete with them in a series.
3: It showed, it did show that there is a gap. But it's it's a gap that you can make up Correct. with the right moves. I, I don't think you look at that and go, "Well, the Twins could have easily come out with a no. series victory." No, the the Yankees earned that series victory and look like a better team than the Twins right now. But what it showed you is that gap is one that you can but, close. But how much different do, do we
1: is this conversation right now? And how much different do we feel if the Twins win Game Two because they had that Game One and blew it? what right. well, like if they if, if they had gotten hammered last night and not looked good um we'd be like well that's too bad but if you've won two or three the the tenor and, t- and conversation and feeling about that series is entirely different and you had that game won and what blew it was something that we have harped on
0: well heck the town has harped on twins fans have for two months now six five one six four six eight two five five let's go to the bomba lines here Jeff in St. L- Jeff in St. Louis Park, are you the Jeff that called in and uh ripped Trevor May earlier this week? Hey Jeff. There we go. we got Jeff now. Jeff.
2: Oh, hi. There we go. <laughs> uh yep, the one and only. Yep, that Beautiful. was
0: me. Yes. Welcome back to this. Now, now you want to rip me, it sounds like.
2: <laughs> uh well, just just a little, not really rip, just um I I just want to roll going forward. The breaking news sounder is reserved for Twins trades or if the Vikings uh, training camp center, I don't know, falls into a wait hole and the whole team That's it. The Twins. Hold on, Jeff. I Jeff, the, so the Twins. Exci- I was so excited. I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> Do we get Syndergaard? Do we get Stroman? Who we got? Oh, Byron Buxton's back.
0: Hey, Jeff. <laughs> now,
2: let me no, no, let me make a
0: case. Let me make a case, and then I'll give you the floor, okay? Last night, this is a perfect segue, Okay. Last night, uh, the Twins center fielder Jake Cave, who's been, been optioned been, to AAA by the way,
3: good. So go ahead and pile
0: on. He's been Pour he's, salt in that. This for, and I empathize with him because he's been watching Twins Yankees epic series. The game before game two, he's watching haymakers back and forth, heavyweight fight, and he's in the dugout thinking, "Ah, I gotta get in there. I gotta, yeah, I gotta, I gotta flex my muscles too." And so in the second inning, he decides, "I know what I'm going to do." I'm going to gun somebody out at third base here. Watch my arm strength. I'm going to get a standing ovation. Makes a boneheaded throw to third base, allowing the runner to get to second base. The next batter, or two batters later, whatever it was, he thinks, you know what? I'm going to pull a Byron Buxton here. Full-on sprint, diving catch, standing ovation, save the inning. Nope. Falls flat on his face, triple, two unnecessary runs score. And the twins lose by well, they were down by two late in the game, uh, as we're watching the replay right now. My point is, the twins traded that guy for Byron Buxton today. That warrants the breaking
3: news sounder, Jeff, in St. Louis Park. I'm All with right. you, Jeff.
1: No, I'm you with guys you, Jeff. Are ridiculous. I, no, you would you guys, uh, would, uh, you guys Phil, Phil, the, Phil? would you guys prefer the
3: would you guys prefer the Rami trade alert system? Is that is I, Do we need to do we I, need to decipher which one e-yah. is which? Exactly.
2: E-yah. Eeyah. I am down I am, I, I am down All I'm saying is that uh. it, 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 was, it was like It was like I was being Sat down I'm about it, It's like you go to Dinner with your girlfriend She thinks you're proposing And you look her in the eyes And say I have an important Life altering Question to ask you is it okay if I repaint the living room? That's so <laughs> fun. That's the point. All right. I, I did that one my time actually. Point, my, 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 my second point. My, my actual like concern for the Twins. First game, I was ecstatic. Second game, I was despondent. Third game, I was just kind of, I was too worn out that I was kind of just like, well, I kind of figured it might happen. After you give up nine r- runs in the first four innings, I, I was kind of out of it at that point, but here was my concern after game two, and it concerns our manager. Now, I want to preface this by saying I like Rocco Baldelli. I think he's our manager of the future, but I understand he's a big-picture strategic thinker. He's probably thinking he's trying to play chess while the rest of us are playing checkers, but I, just, I felt when I saw him put Blake Parker in in the eighth inning, I felt like, okay, I know what he's thinking. He's thinking we have a four-run lead. I don't need to put in my best, best reliever. I can put in my my fourth best, and it'll probably work out. And that way, we have Duffy and Harper in there for tomorrow in case we need them. But you can't take that risk with the Yankees. You just can't. There is such a thing as thinking too strategically. It's called I think um birds eye syndrome where you, you you're too much looking at the big picture. You have to think tactically as well as strategically. And putting in Blake Hart- Parker for that. I mean, put in Harper, put in Duffy, put in anybody. Wait, hold it's on, Jeff. Ever, Jeff, hold Jeff, one, one second. second
0: hold
2: on. Wait, hold on.
0: Wait a 2nd do Don't do this to him. This yep. better be something. Oh man. That's not the only roster move. Yep, looks like the Twins have also called up. Uh... <laughs> yes, Sean Poppin. This is, oh Sha- man, Sean Poppin was called that up. Is, from AAA that today, is triple A. That is abuse of it the bus. It is button. on sorry. and yeah.
4: popping
3: oh, in Minnesota. People, oh,
0: sorry, Jeff. Sorry. Sorry, man, Jonathan. That's abuse of the
4: button bar. Yeah, it's off now. Okay, thanks. He no
2: longer has <laughs> it. don't get in control
4: anymore. Put everything down. Next I will time, not be silent, guys. If there's ever a sound that you want played, you talk to me. He no longer has All that right. right anymore. I've turned it off. I was on the was, button bar
3: timeout. Why? I was serious. Should we
4: that does was should
3: we do, if it, if it's trades? Should we should that be reserved for the Rami trade alert system? So we can use the breaking news sounder for uh, anything it's else. It turned
1: out, thank God. <laughs> <If we> can- <laughs> Good job, Jonathan. You were serious. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.
3: Oh
4: yeah, I
1: turned it down.
4: <laughs> so if it's trade two times in a row, if it's
1: trade related,
3: that's what you'll hear right uh, hey, there. At
1: least it makes a difference
3: then. All, at least all I other, know. all other breaking news gets the traditional breaking news. Who did you sounder? Play the
1: breaking news sounder for?
0: Larry. Yeah, they, Poppins? they called up a Mary Mary Pop- uh, well, Sean. Poppins. Mary Poppins. <laughs> Man, Target Field's going to be popping to... No. no, they're in Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. It doesn't even work. Yeah, didn't, oh, okay. didn't even work. 651-646-8255. <laughs> so, uh, six, six, Last right, guy if you hung have any, up. If you have any gripes about the show? You got very I mad. hung up, oh.
1: too. He got very mad about the
0: popping. Should we uh, Should we explain Mr. Mankato to Rami when we come back here? Yeah, I'm not Does, familiar Rami with Mr. Mankato. Rami has no idea what Mr. Is Mankato is. Yep. All right, is. Is this a well, song? Well, it's, oh, is there <laughs> ever? Oh, boy. Yes, there is. I can't
1: wait. Courtney was impressed. She's like, what? Is this song new? I said, no, Courtney.
0: This is about four years. Was it Frank Sinatra who voiced that song for us? I can't can't recall. Get our voices, uh, get our voices confused sometimes. Uh, Federated Mutual Insurance Company is here. If you're a business owner and you need insurance, you know what? I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't think they work with baseball teams. But if you're worried about those big contracts, maybe you should uh, poll ads. Contact Federated. I know there's a full list on federatedinsurance.com of industries that they do protect, and so you can visit their website, federatedinsurance.com. Like I said and find that out. So, Federated has been in the insurance business for over a 100 years. They've got over a century of experience in all kinds of different areas. You get more than just paperwork with Federated. You get a face-to-face relationship, and you get that expertise that goes way back 100-plus years. You can find your local Federated marketing representative at FederatedInsurance.com. And uh, just remember, Federated Insurance, it's our business
4: to protect yours. Mackie and Jeb with Rami. 445 here at Score North. Time for the Score North download with the Yankees finally out of the way. The twins have the easiest strength to schedule for the remainder of the season. Does that give you hope that the Narrow two-game lead in the AL Central will just grow from here on out? Let us know at Score North on Twitter. Something else you can do that celebrates the Twins is join Phil Mackey, Derek Wetmore, Rami Maklov, Judd Zelged, and former Minnesota twin Glenn Perkins for a special recording of the Score North twin show, Glenn Perkins on baseball. Tuesday, August 6th, beginning at 5 p.m. for Modest Brewing Company in Minneapolis. All attendees will receive one complimentary beer courtesy of Modest Brewing Company with prize giveaways throughout the night. This event is free, but you must register to attend. Register right now at scorenorth.com slash Glenn. That's been your Score North download. Now back to Mackie and Judd with Rami.
0: Thank you, Jonathan. Yeah, that event's going to be super fun. We're bringing the whole Score North twin shoe shoe. It's the second day in a row I've said that. <laughs> we do need some Score North twin shoes. But uh, Glenn Perkins going to be there. We're going to, like Jonathan said, we're going to be hanging out for a couple hours, five to seven o'clock at Modest before a Twins Braves game that night. And we'll, Modest is giving a, a beer to everybody. We're going to have some other giveaways. Pretty easy. Scornorth.com slash Glenn if you want to register. It's a
3: free ticket, but you got to register. It's free beer. Forget the ticket. I mean, free beer. That's how we got Judd go there. That's how we got Judd to go. <laughs> I need multiple free beers. <laughs>
2: I've
0: cut a special deal for myself on the side. <laughs> so, you, so, you don't know
3: anything about Mr. Mankato? No, I do. Is your first no. floor no. into it? Is this like Mr. Universe? Is this a bodybuilding competition? Is it a beauty pageant? It's better. Oh, there he is,
0: Mr. Mankato. There he is, your training camp hero. <laughs> the dreams of a dozen men who were late-round draft picks, playing well in full-team practice. Oh, he may turn out to be cut before the 53 yeah oh, Mr.
1: Anthony. Mankato, <laughs> what does this even mean? I don't know what you're laughing about. This bad. is a laughing man This is very
3: serious. Sure yes. My bad. A lot of pride taking So we started. We started
0: you know, this, this a, a few years ago, yeah. and we thought, you know, every year in Vikings training camp, and it used to be in Mankato until this year. Now it's in Egan, so that's why it's Mr. Mankato. But we're going to keep the name because it's just it's more catchy. Mr. Mankato. For sure. Mr. Mr. Egan, Mr. Egan doesn't yeah. have the same ring to yeah. it. Esquire yeah. Egan. Yeah. I don't know. Very, no, I don't like that's it. That's very boring. doesn't yeah. work. But Judd and I, Judd and I were just you know, musing around on the mics one day and said, It's funny how every year in training camp, you get people get fixated on like, oh, this backup wide receiver guy. There's always a guy at training camp that <laughs> flashes. And who is that guy, that linebacker with the long hair, that uh, Audi Cole? Audi Cole scored two touchdowns in a preseason game one Who time. Was
1: the receiver that, that your one-time colleague at a different all-sports station?
0: Adam Car- uh, Car- Carter. Jason Carter. Jason Carter. Carter. Adam Doctor was the guy that... He was just
1: fixated on Jason Carter. Yes. Like, Jason Carter's going to be a great world. Like, no, he's really lo- he plays like us.
0: There's always like that <laughs> that player that came out of nowhere and they flash in training camp sure. portion. Yeah. You know, they just look amazing and, oh man, this is the next guy. And so we set parameters a few years ago. We even went back, and I don't have the full list in front of you, but we retroactively awarded going back to Marcus McCauley in 2007. Marcus McCauley, the gambler, going to intercept passes, going to gamble, right? Yeah, Marcus McCauley, I believe, was posterized by Brett Favre to Greg Jennings for Brett Favre's record-breaking touchdown pass, and that was the the moment of his grip. But who in Vikings training camp, third-round draft pick or later, so it's got to be an under-the-radar guy, shows up during preseason the most and captures the attention of the fans and we have awarded now five or six years in a row. So that's that Mr. Player. Mankato. And Rami. Yep. Okay. I
1: want you right now to go to the website scoreNorth.com. Okay. Which of course is free. <laughs> and I want you to look at the very front page and you'll see that the Mr. Mankato story with odds has been posted. Our oh, own Chris wow. Our own Chris Long was up until 330 oh, wow. AM. What? Putting to, I know, but look through it. It is if, even if you don't care about what we're doing here, the work that Chris Long
0: went through is off the charts. So Chris Long has Alexander Madison, the third round running back the Vikings selected, <laughs> like, as the odds-on this? favorite to win Mr. Mankato. He's got he's got Alex Madison at three to two odds with the explanation if or when Dalvin Cook goes down it appears 2019 third round see, pick
3: Madison is in line to be the proverbial next man up for be it for me to disagree with Chris Long he's obviously been doing this for much longer than i have but the 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 passion that i've observed for the backup quarterback in the state of Minnesota and here in the twin cities since arriving at Score North to me doesn't that make doesn't that make a backup quarterback the odds on favorite for Mr. Mankato every Not year eligible all the time oh Okay, because I see Jake Browning is is, he's second, is second. on eligible. Uh, he's Chris's the fourth list here,
0: QB. Yeah, and Kyle Sloter. If if you're so, let's let's. It's got to be a third round pick or later. Okay, and a non-established NFL player. Mm. So if you have okay, we we have drawn up parameters for that in the official rules. If you have played X amount of games or are established, you are no longer eligible. So like Kyle Sloter won it, so he's he's now he'd be out now, right? Yep, but. Um, we also had a clause at one point. I tried to get uh, Cordero Patterson and Christian Ponder back in one time. Yeah, because a- I said if you went completely off the grid and then came back as someone who had low expectations. On a case-by-case basis, we should allow you to go back into that was the Mr. Mankato a ridiculous And I stand by that. No, it's a ridiculous argument. No. I think, I whole think Laquan Treble re-
1: should be back in. This whole thing is to reward those who deserve it, not those who have good training camps after being really crappy veterans.
3: And this isn't to say that they'll necessarily do anything on the field in practice yep. or in the preseason. This is just a guy who captures the imagination no. right, of Vikings fans. No, right? no, 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 no. It is.
1: It is. You have to be successful now in the preseason and in practices. Yeah, and that's how you season. capture
3: and that's how you capture our attention. And these are the nominees and then at the end of training camp a yeah. Mr. Mankato will be crowned? Is yes, there a crown? Is there a sash? Well, Is there a bouquet of flowers? We, so we tried one, once.
0: What one year we made it wildly uncomfortable with Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen won Mr. Mankato and then became the best wide receiver in the league almost sure. right. Uh but but when Adam was on the rise, we gave Adam a gift basket, I guess you could call and it funions, right? It was a styrofoam cooler from a gas station down the street with funyuns and
3: like a hair See, pick.
1: You know, he he laughed and then left it. He we,
0: left
3: the whole thing. When we gave when we gave out twinsies on the score north first place twins show our mid season twinsies, I told Judd I'd go through the trouble of making trophies if he would actually take them down in the locker room and hand out the trophies, and he wouldn't do it. He said he wouldn't do it. No, I'm done with that. Just because no. my trophies were. You're done with You'll do it now? or
1: No, no, no. I'm I'm done. I'm done because the Thielen thing, it scarred me for life because we tried to give him this this whole really care package of nice things and he just sort of threw it away. I was going
3: to spray paint a bunch of Ken dolls and glue them to the top of a tin yeah. can and write twinsies across the front. Or, oh, hey, Polanco that, would have taken that
1: really
0: well. You should do this for Mr. Mankato. Okay. I think we can, and we'll just have you present it to Mr. Mankato. <laughs>
3: Just hang me out to dry. Okay. Yes, exactly.
0: I'll do <laughs> Oh, it. I'm fine with that. That's, I'll a great, <laughs>
1: that's a great idea.
0: So the other the is according to Chris's odds report. And if you want to read the whole thing, scorenorth.com, the official 2019 Mr. Mankato odds. Alex Madison, the odds-on favorite. Jake Browning, undrafted quarterback at 2-1. to one. The old saying is the backup quarterback is always the most popular guy in town. Browning just might have what it takes to surpass Vets Mannion and Slaughter to earn clipboard duties this year. Uh, Dylan Mitchell was a 7th round draft pick for the Vikings. He's at 4-1. to one. Is it Busy Johnson? Is that how we pronounce his B. first name? B.C. Johnson. B. B. Johnson. Yeah, 4-1. to one. And he was a 7th round pick as well. 4-1. to one. Is he a slot? An outside receiver? Regardless, deep balls can cause wild swings once we break out the Mr. Mankato meter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what they always say.
0: <laughs> Hercules, Hercules, the defensive tackle uh, undrafted from last year is 6-1. to one. Chris Boyd, cornerback, seventh round pick for the Vikings, eight to one. Marcus Epps, sixth round pick, safety is 12 to one. And then there's a bunch of dark horses. The best and one, 80 to one. The kicker to be named later. Let me see this. Oh, wow. 10 to 1 field, 80 to 1 kicker to be named yes, later. kicker
1: to be named which I absolutely love. Longs contention. <laughs> Gotta love that. Longs contention Dan Bailey possibly gets out there in the first <laughs> preseason game, shanks a couple, Zim's head blows off his shoulders and we get some young hotshot kicker in camp late. Boy, that is I told him yeah. that's so
0: that's probably not going to happen but he is 80 to 1. It's it's 80 to 1 cuz it's a parlay, right? Looks like it's almost like a it's a three thing parlay. It's new though like, Bailey has to melt down, yep. Zimmer has to get mad yep. and overreact, and then they have to bring in a yeah, kicker. Yeah, that's big. That's big. Yeah. If you're going to put your money down on that, that's it's a big win for you. It's pretty rare that the odds-on favorite... Now, Stefan Diggs was the odds-on favorite when he came in because he was a fifth-round pick that had, like, second-round potential and had
3: some injury issues and stuff. And so, I don't yeah. know anything about Hercules Mata'afa, but I'm rooting for him just on the name alone. Isn't that a great name? I don't know about you guys. Yeah, that's a pretty good name. That's my guy.
1: I picked uh, Chris Boyd. Okay. Cornerback, Zim develops cornerbacks. Zim loves and spends extra time with and cornerbacks. with the
3: Holton Hill suspension. Exactly. You need yourself a cornerback. Exactly. What about, uh, is it pronounced Jeff Badette? Or Jeff Bidet? I think it's Bidet. Wide receiver. Yep, I what? know I would go with the Bidet pronunciation, if that were my name.
0: Not Bidet? Not Bidet? <laughs> not no. Bidet. no. no. You know not what, Bidet. The, oh, by the, the way. The fresh I've
1: sensation? I've got a wildly uncomfortable... Slightly off-topic story to share today. In this building, a first time ever. Go- going back to what we talked about a couple days ago, I'm in a stall. Somebody else in a stall. We. So this is in one of like the the blue, blue bathroom. In the blue bathroom, which is a timed bathroom, a ten-minute time bathroom, ten-minute time bathroom. We both give or take. We both exceed the time. Light goes out. Both of you, two oh! guys in. Oh, no! man. Dude, never happened to me before. That's oh amazing. God. Oh my god. Wow. Okay, what did you do? I was the leader. I just Did you say something? Nope. no one said a word. I took the I initiative. Say either. I got up, walked into the middle of the room, Dude, snapped waiting. my fingers, got the light back on, returned to my stall. So it's some
0: so you could you snap your fingers. Well,
1: no, I had to go into the middle of the room. I'm just joke I snapped my fingers as a joke. Boy. But I had to get, but you can't stand up and, like, I used to stand up and try and swing my arms, hoping the sensor would pick up my arms. But the blue bathroom's too big. It's not small enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had to, I had to hop into the middle of the bathroom to get the light back on Did t- you, to say. Pants the around the other ankles and. or? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Were they?
0: Because the problem is, if you do that, not only have you revealed your identity, but then the lights come on and he sees through the crack of his door and sees everything that you're doing.
1: Whoever this was was gutless, though, because I had to do all the work. (laughs) So I'm not making any apologies. Never had this happen before. Okay, don't you? I respect
3: that. I would. I would have been the guy who. I would have been the gutless guy who sat there and waited for sure. It's a standoff now.
4: We're playing chicken. (laughs) Rami wouldn't have this ability because he doesn't bring his phone in. I would. Literally nor does just he turn, use. I turn does the the use public on. bathrooms yeah, for that. I turn no. the light off on, or turn the light on on my phone. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go for the for the full light. I'm, like, <laughs> you do no, light? I'm getting my own personal light I do light that now. alone, you but
1: I felt bad enough, and I thought this guy's stuck there, and he's not going to do a damn thing. So I just took, I took it upon
0: myself to save the situation. Bra- that's a brave move by Judge. That's a very guy. brave move. Seriously, I I agree. I. I well, don't that. you have okay? What, what my strategy tends to be, <laughs> leader. I check my phone when I walk in and I see. Okay, it's uh, you know <laughs> you I'm seven forty-five a.m.
3: Seven forty-five
0: a.m. I have until seven fifty-seven in the twelve-minute bathrooms or seven fifty-five in the ten-minute bathrooms to You've do what I need to this? do. You've this. You know the
3: exact time that the lights yeah. stay on? And
0: guess, who's, guess who hasn't, in the last five years anyways, been in the situation Jeb was in this morning. I, yeah, The responsible guy who checks the clock when he but walks in. what does in? it
3: even matter? Like, if if you need more than ten minutes, you just need more than ten minutes. I don't, rush.
0: I don't rush myself. I, well, no, you I'm, know what it's no, like? What I'm telling you guys is if I only need six, I, know what you're saying. I can take the extra five. You know what this is like? What? <laughs> <laughs> doing but, what? But you're but you're
1: you're afraid it's going to go out. I mean, ultimately you are hedging your bets against it going out on you.
0: I just want to know how much time I have left. That's all I want to know. You know,
1: know. what? This it's, is shot, like, it's a shot clock. This is like ba- <laughs> this is like baseball or golf. There should be no clock on it. And this is why I only play home games. <laughs> yeah, you're, you you bore me with that. Man. I mean, oh you're an adult. Play,
0: you're,
4: play on the road, man. Nope, it's it's only home
0: games think for me. A, think about the thrills you're missing out on here. Mm-hmm. Okay,
3: no, I don't.
0: Again, no. He
4: gets a different kind of thrill. The like, oh, am I going to make it home in time? Thrill. No, it's never a thing. a thing.
3: I'm right? very regular, oh. Jonathan. I was
4: a grown man in the middle of a bathroom <laughs> so today,
1: weird. waving my arms with my pants around my ankles to save a See, fellow guy. Do and, that? Is that one how of how the five, five most
0: exhilarating moments of your life? What Honestly? If... Yeah, pretty close.
1: <laughs> what if someone had walked I think every time we talk about this. Then he would have said, that guy in that stall's a coward. You're a leader.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think my next move might be installing a TCL TV in the bathroom stall. I don't hate that. So that when I have the extra five or six minutes, because I've brought my clock and I know how much time's left on the clock.
3: And now you don't need to bring your phone in there because that's gross. Yeah. You got TV to entertain you. Just don't touch the TV, I guess.
0: <laughs> TCL is America's fastest growing TV brand and exploding around the world. There's a reason why top entertainment platforms like Ellen and the Mackie and Judd with Rami show are all on board with TCL TVs. Mostly gotta, the Mackie and Judd with Rami show. Clearly, yeah. Ellen. Ranking neck and neck. But <laughs> we've got two 55 inch TCL 4K Roku TVs in here with a really easy to toggle back and forth between menu. You've got your cable or satellite channels, whatever it is that you're into on one screen, and you've got your streaming channels on the other. If you're a cord cutter, then all you need is those 4,000-plus streaming channels and 450,000-plus movies and TV show episodes. Find out more at tclusa.com. Leroy Butler is going to join us when we come back to continue our tour of the NFC North and to mostly, hopefully, make fun of his old longtime co-host, Rami McClub. Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score North.